Hello, and welcome to the Digging Deeper podcast, hosted by 4constructionpros.com, covering various aspects of the construction industry, including the equipment, people, companies, and associations making it all happen. In this episode, 4ConstructionPros editor Larry Stewart sits down with Jeff Arnold, General Manager of Build Technologies Software Solutions Division, who sheds light on the bottlenecks that liens and lien waivers present to the construction payment process. Jeff details how the software built for contractors is designed to automate the lien process on all sides to make sure everybody has the right documents to move payments at maximum speed. Let's dig in with Larry and Jeff now. So Jeff, thanks a lot for taking the time to uh, get together with us to talk about um, uh, build for contractors. Why are lien rate waivers such a uh, an issue, such a such a, an important thing? Because we get lots of traffic on lien waiver lien waiver content on the site. Yeah, yeah, great, great question. So first and foremost, a lien waiver is a legal document. So um, we're all good at building stuff. Uh, we're less good at, at legal documents and, and understanding them. Often, you know, unless you're in a state that has statutory lien waiver requirements defined, um, which is really only 12 states in the U.S., um, that document can say, a mix of anything, right? As, as long as it conforms to local lien laws. And so, um, you know, lien waivers and payment exchange, it's inherently a chicken and egg problem, right? Nobody wants to sign a lien waiver until they've been paid. But, you know, uh, payers, GCs, home builders, uh, owners, they're reluctant to pay someone without knowing that you're going to get a signed lien waiver in return. Um, and so, you know, if you're a subcontractor of any size or you're a GC that's working with um, many different owners, uh, you've got to really understand what is the document saying um, how does it fit in? Is, is it a conditional waiver that's conditioned upon payment? Is it an unconditional waiver where you're actually signing away that you've been paid? So it can be very challenging for somebody to really sort through. Furthermore, just the sheer quantity of, of documentation, right? Anytime an invoice is exchanged, anytime a payment is exchanged on a construction project, um, lien waivers are typically exchanged. And so you're in a situation that... Um, Maybe you're a roofer, you're doing 200 homes at a time. You know, that's uh, every month you're, you're signing, you're not only producing 200 invoices, um, but you know, you're, you're also signing potentially 200 lien waivers. So, um, you know, it's, it, it can be uh, just a volume uh, problem for you, right? Sure. You know, often lien waivers are kind of a second class citizen in, in construction uh, accounting, construction management um, uh, softwares. And, and really we took the lien waiver process and we try to automate, digitize, um, really take any of the ambiguity out of it, make sure that the documents that you are getting back are 100% correct, uh, filled out correctly, um, in, in the right documents for the time and the job. I see. So um, uh, there, there's assist there for the people who are filling the documents out, as well as speed in getting it back. Is that is is that where it focuses? That's right. You know, um, uh, in construction, the the progress billing process can change job to job, um, GC to GC, owner to owner, uh, even across geographies. 
it, it's very hard. Only in certain states do we really see a truly standard process. Everywhere else, it's really the Wild West. And so what we do is we build software to tie into accounting systems, project management systems, to pull the appropriate job, vendor, um, commitment information out of the system, populate the document correctly based upon invoices uh, coming in and payments going out, and then make it a, a easy for um, subs and suppliers and GCs to sign those documents, as well as GCs to keep track of the documents as they're coming in. I see, I see. Um, and and uh, so there's also a big element of integration in, involved in this then too, huh? That's correct. Yeah, we, um, you know, we started SMB, uh, so naturally that lends itself towards, you know, the the uh, Intuit suite of products, QuickBooks Online, QuickBooks Desktop. Um, as we grew and our customer base grew, uh, we started getting more into mid market and even some enterprise um, uh, accounting and construction management systems, and so we expanded our integrations to. Um, you know, corresponding accounting systems that you'll find in the mid-market and enterprise. I see. I see. What? Um, and and there, there's so much uh, software out there um, that that you could integrate with. I imagine there's, you know, you're you're still encountering uh, um, software that you need to integrate with. What's your process for handling that? Yeah, really, everything's driven by customer demand. So um, we we have an amazing uh, group of individuals on our, our sales and marketing team that are in, in in our product side who are listening to customers, prospects, potential customers, um, following trends. You know what's new and exciting out there. Um, there's there's software uh, being introduced every day, yeah. and really trying to understand. You know if if those customers are if those software Offers already have Lean Waiver um, functionality. What's missing? Uh, how how can we help? Um, we even work and help educate other third third party software providers on Lean Waiver process and and how it fits into the um, uh, into invoicing and payment process. Um, functionality that they're already building themselves. So we're really all over, but you, you know, we were really one of the first companies to say, hey, look, there's, there's a big problem um, just in helping to manage the progress billing process, you know, and that really spans uh, monthly invoicing to uh, compliance documentation and, and then payment exchange. Mm, okay. Well, talk, talk me through the process. Where does where does um, uh, built for contractors come into play in the contractor's weekly workload? Yeah. So if, if you're talking contract from uh, contractor from a GC perspective, it can really differ um, whether you're a home builder uh, who's kind of real time. Um, approving invoices to maybe larger commercial construction companies that have a very well-defined calendar-driven progress billing process. Um, but really, you know, once you decide uh, who you want to pay and how much you want to pay them, our software can kick in to facilitate the exchange of lien waivers for payment. We also work on the invoicing side of the equation too. So as invoices are getting submitted, you know, we're able to take that information and ensure that a correct lien waiver is provided if you are uh, collecting lien waivers at invoicing time. Okay. I see. And um, 
what uh, with, with uh, how, how long have you has your company been been doing this work? Yeah, so um, we uh, originally formed the company back in 2016, January 2016. Uh, I'd been working on the software for about a year prior to that, um, but that's when we, we formed the company. We focused primarily on, on residential uh, builders for the first year of our, of, of our existence before really getting into commercial construction. You know, the challenges that different segments of the market face um, uh, drastic, uh, very uh, dramatically. And so, um, you know, we, everything that we've done, you know, we started off with purely, you know, efficiency, right? Creating documents, getting them out to subs and suppliers, collecting and tracking those documents coming back. Um, once we had built out that system, our customers came to us and said, this is great, but you're really only solving half the problem. What about the payment side? And so we built out a payment solution. We partnered um, with US Bank on that. And then, um, and then when we started getting into commercial construction, we heard, hey, this is what you have is great, but really our bigger problems are collecting um, second and third tier waivers, so supplier waivers or, or sub-sub waivers. And so we put our heads together with, um, you know, uh, at the time there, we, we had 12 customers in an early access program, put our heads together and said, how can we automate downstream waiver collection? And so we built out a system to do that too. Um, that, that has been really one of our, our biggest sources of growth because that is a huge pay point, right? Um, yeah, on a, on a you know, mid-sized commercial construction project, maybe you're paying 25 to 50 subs every month, but then you're collecting downstream waivers from, you know, two to four to five uh, suppliers for each of those uh, subcontractors. And so it grows exponentially. Sure, sure. Are there other distinctions between uh, commercial and residential constructors that, that um, you know, that you had to accommodate in building out the, the uh the system to be able to handle handle a commercial contractor. Yeah, I think um, you know the f the first, of course, is the systems that they're using. Right, um, we launched a partnership with Procore very early on when they were developing their app marketplace, um, and uh, you know that had its. Um, own challenges and opportunities and, and making sure that we were fitting very tightly within the Procore workflows, right, that they had built around invoicing and, and, um, and payment and approval. And so, uh, and, and then, you know, when you start getting into uh, the, the higher end of the mid-market to the enterprise, um, those guys are building out their own systems. You know, they're, they're building on top of well-known systems, building out their own systems and workflows. You know, they have entire engineering teams um, doing it. And, and so uh, being able to provide APIs to them so that they could build our software into their process uh, that they had developed uh, internally was, was really important. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I think what we, we generally see is that, uh, you know, on the, on the residential side of the equation, it's a more real-time invoicing approval and payment, uh, not really payment process, but invoicing approval process. On the commercial side, it's a little bit more structured around calendar, right? Uh, invoices in by the 22nd of every month, they'll be approved by the 25th, draw goes in. Um, so that comes with its own workflow mm -hmm. issue. Yeah, I see.
And and we should should say that the system. This isn't actually uh, standalone software. It's 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 something that uh, a plugin for for your existing software, your existing, or or, or is it in both forms? It's in both forms. Okay. Yeah. So um, we do have a standalone application, um, and uh, that's really used for. Um, you know, it, it really comes down to who is operating this process within your, your company, right? Yeah. In, in a large um, construction company, uh, the people who are responsible for, for managing lien waivers and other compliance documentation aren't necessarily ones that have access to maybe the accounting system, um, right? That, that's your AP folks, right? And so in that way, you know, our software can be used um, by project managers, construction managers, project coordinators, to be able, to, um, independently of the accounting system, to be able to manage this process. And then um, for shops where there's a little bit more integrated, where AP people um, are uh, responsible for um, collecting and verifying this documentation, it can be used right on top of that accounting system. You know, Procore really spans that bridge really nicely. Um, that's uh, been a great integration for us uh, where, you know, they have the project management side and then the construction financial side, and we sit right there within Procore uh, helping manage this process. I see. Are there other examples like Procore that, that kind, of, kind of work that way? Yeah, um, I would say uh, Procore is our most build out that works that way. Um, but we've done similar things on uh, on QuickBooks Desktop. Um, we've been really investing this year on shoring up a lot of our uh, integrations, making sure that we are able to um, provide that type of um, you know tight uh, in process or in workflow uh, integration. Yeah, yeah. Can you can you say you know what portion of your users use a standalone piece of software and what portion uses a plugin? Just roughly. Yeah, I would say uh, we're probably around. Um, this isn't very scientific, but I, I'd, I'd say we're probably fifty uh, percent are are no no uh, probably forty percent are using more of the plugin versus sixty percent using the standalone application. I see, I see. Yeah. And is the is it an actual application or is the, is this is this cloud service? So it's all cloud based. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, we deliver deliver software through the cloud. Um, we have. Um, you know, uh, some standard kind of subscription models. We have other models uh, around it. We, we try to be flexible on, on how you purchase, you know, as a general contractor, how you think about purchasing software and how you purchase software. Yeah. What kind of results do you see from your, from your clients? What do they tell you they're able to achieve uh, as a result of using the system? Yeah, so it's it's been a while since since I launched a customer, but it used to be um, almost you know fifty sixty percent of the time when we would launch a, when I would launch a customer, um, you know those first lean waivers would start coming back while we were still on the launch call, and which would be like a dramatic change from a process of um, certainly from a paper process, but even an email based process where they might be attaching a document and sending that out through email. Um, so that that's kind of the initial shock value, but I think really um, when when you start talking about um, having a much tighter uh, draw process, right? So as as the GC is 
is invoicing the owner of the job and um, you know 85% of all construction has some form of debt in the capital stack so as that makes its way up to a lender or a non-bank lender you know you, you really start to see things um, smooth out where less draws are getting kicked back because of missing compliance documentation funds are getting um, dispersed faster. We actually carry metrics on all the various forms of, um, or track metrics on all the various forms of, uh, of, of ways that we get lien waivers out to subs and suppliers and how quickly those get returned. And then we also segment that by when the payments attach versus when the payments not attach. So we do have the ability to uh, move funds on behalf of the general contractor, but not all of our GCs are ready for that or have implemented our payments product yet. So they're just using our lien waiver software. So we really break that down. And, and what you do see is, is true. You know, you adopt a, um, an electronic solution, you tie the signing of that document to the actual um, payment, and suddenly these, these things, it's, it's not even taking a day. Most of our payments customers, lien waivers are being returned intraday from when that document goes out to uh, when when the lien waiver is being returned you're talking like three to four hours on average versus you know what can take 10 days on um, you know email or, or, or paper-based process have you done any research to find out what the average is without your system um, uh, no, I, you know, I, uh, that's a good question. Uh, you know, we've really only tracked the metrics within it. Sure. Um, but given that we have many different um, uh, delivery options and how we get those, that information out, uh, we can kind of use that as a proxy. Um, you know, one of the things that's interesting is we've kind of reversed the process in the software. So it's very common in construction for a GC to, to say to a sub or to a supplier, hey, whenever you send me an invoice, please send me a conditional waiver. And on your subsequent invoice, please send me an unconditional for the prior payment. That's a very common um, um, uh, pattern in construction. But what we saw and one of the challenges that GCs are faced with is that often those documents are either missing or, or, or maybe they're incorrect or maybe the invoice just gets adjusted. Um, this especially happens on supplier waivers, right? Um, often a, a, a sub is billing through, call it the 20th of the month, but the supplier is billing on, on month boundaries and so you're seeing discrepancies in dollar amounts. And so, you know, really um, what we've done is said, look, you know, the best time to collect that waiver is at some point in that invoice approval process. So once you know, um, again, how much you're gonna pay, who you're gonna pay and how much you're gonna pay them, have the software automate the exchange of, or, or automate getting that document created, sending that out and collecting it, and then do the same thing on the back end. Any other stuff that we haven't talked about, things that you would wanna, wanna include in this? Yeah, yeah, so what I would say is that, um, you know, we know that the lien waiver and, and payment and exchange is a very small part of the process. So, you know, uh, or not small, I mean, it's super important, uh, but it's only part of the process, right? Uh, and, and it really all starts with pre-qualification. You know, pre we look at pre-qualification as the configuration of your, your progress billing process. Often out of pre-qualification comes the requirements around, you know, what documentation needs to be collected with every invoice? You know, um, uh, do you need a conditional? Do you need supplier waivers? All of that. And so, you know, we're really taking a look at the process holistically. Um, 
in you know our our parent company built has really um, taken a, taken they focus on the the process between lenders GCs owners you know inspectors and and we focus on the process between suppliers subs and GCs and combining all of that together into kind of a seamless workflow where documentation is flowing up and then money is flowing down is um, you know extremely powerful in these jobs. Sure, sure. Yeah, I imagine the, the 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 speed that that money changes hands turns into into real dollars for uh, companies at both ends. Uh, That's right. Yeah, yeah. And you've, you've got got a lot of development going on. What kind of things are you adding to to improve value in the in the uh, payment process and construction? Yeah. Uh, what aren't we working on? So, um, you know, uh, Lean Waivers IO was actually acquired by a company called Built Technologies. Uh, we, we announced the acquisition in January. We closed the acquisition actually in October of 2019. Um, and, and Built has traditionally played uh, in the lender space, uh, uh, working primarily with lenders, owners, GCs, inspectors. Um, we've primarily played in the GC and home builder space. Large subcontractors are using our system um, to, to pay subs, sub-subs, and suppliers. And so um, one of the big opportunities that we see is to improve money flow all the way from a supplier uh, all the way uh, uh, up to the lender or financial institution that's involved in the project and, and back down again. So um, that's one piece where, where we're investing a lot in. Um, the other is, you know, we know that lien waiver and payment exchange is really only part of the equation. Um, you know, the processes around pre-qualification, um, invoicing, uh, that's, that's the other side of it. And so I think there's really opportunity um, to, to, to work within that space and provide solutions. Again, we, we don't want to go out there and replicate other people's, um, you know, what other software does really well, um, but we do see uh, the ability to tie these again, together into a seamless workflow. So we've been hard at work um, uh, building out, uh, you know, not only our payments product, not only our lean labor exchange, but really um, uh, providing a, a, a more holistic solution uh, to construction finance. I see. I see. Do you have a timeline for introduction of, of products, or is this more more uh, of a, of a um, uh, sort of continuous improvement of the products that you've got already? Yeah. Um, so we do both. You know. So uh, we're constantly improving the software. But um, you know, uh, come fall uh, of this year, you know, we uh, will be announcing some things around. Um, uh, particularly getting on the front end of that, that, that process. Um, we uh, are working, um, already we have um, integration in place with our lending products, with our, our contractor products, and in, in getting those into the market right now. So, um, you know, we're, we're kind of firing on all cylinders here. All right. Well, sounds like a, a dynamic um, company and, and involved in a, in a really significant part when all the money's changing hands and in, in, in any business, there's usually a lot of interest there. And I uh, wish you the best of luck, luck with it. Thanks so much for uh, being with us, Jeff. Thanks again, Larry. I appreciate it. Well, that's all the time we have today. Thank you to Jeff Arnold of Built Technologies for speaking with us. Tune in every Monday for another episode of the Digging Deeper podcast from 4constructionpros.com. And be sure to subscribe and share. 
You keep listening, we'll keep digging. Until next time.